It's a goal! He's done it! Yeah, what a shot! This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Just Sports. Hello and welcome to Just Sports, your weekly roundup of all that happens in the world of sports, primarily football, because that's what keeps happening week after week after week. But we have a lot more this time. We have football, we have cricket, and we have a little bit of golf. And I have my good friend Rahul Puri. Hello, Rahul. Hello, Summer. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, did you have a great birthday? I saw all over Facebook and it was all over Twitter. It was, it, it well, you, like... were, you, you were with me on my birthday. We recorded the last podcast. <laughs> we were recording the podcast, but how was, how was the evening? Did you have a good birthday after that? I, I did. I had a lovely birthday. Um, and then uh, after that, I, I managed to fall sick for about five days. So uh, just recovered. So yes. And uh, let's start by discussing uh, something that Rahul does not want to discuss, but we have to. It's, it's, part, of, it's part of our job, unfortunately. Uh, let's talk about the Champions Trophy and uh, what's been happening there. Uh, a lot of the big clubs are really, really dismantling oppositions, Rahul. I mean, PSG is, is I mean, right now, they demolished Bayern Munich last night. You know, United, uh, City, it's, I mean, it, the English clubs are doing pretty well this year. You have to say that, uh, you know, the, the Cities, uh, the Uniteds, um, you know, even Spurs uh, won well in, in two of their games. Um, you know, they, they've, they've all started very, very well and they've started very strongly. Um, you would say that all of them probably have got, barring Chelsea, um, who played Atletico Madrid and won away, uh, which was an excellent result, um, have all got uh, much tougher challenges ahead of them. Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, very good start. PSG, um, you know, I think everybody just sort of goes on and on about PSG being this money-laden team. But I think those people don't know very much about football because PSG are a fantastic football side. Um, and they showed that because they're absolutely outclassed by Munich um, yesterday. That was, a, that was a good game because I was, I was, I was watching it on, on, on the telly last night, you know, and... Between Neymar, Mepe and Cavani, they've got something solid going forward and they have a great defensive lineup too, you know, and they're still not playing the team areas of the world. No, no, they're not. Look, the, the point is you don't spend, what was it, 400 million um, over the summer and not have goals set. So PSG have got goals set. Their goal is to win the Champions League. That's their goal. Um, and... Nobody can tell me that they don't have a team that can't, that can that can't win the Champions League. They can win the Champions League, no problem. Um, and uh, you know, I think that uh, a lot of um, people don't like it because they feel that that they've sort of bought their way um, into being competitive. But you know, so has so many other teams, Raul. I mean, that. What do you, how, can, how do you argue with that? I mean, you can't argue with that. But even, even last year, Rahul, I mean, except for that brain fade that happened in the last five minutes of their match against Barcelona, they were, they had demolished Barcelona too. Yeah, no, absolutely. And 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 can you can can anybody tell me that there's a better team out there in Europe at the moment? I I can't see them. I don't know who they are. Um, PSG are a, are a very very good side, and and uh, you know they they they've served I think a little bit of notice that. Um, you know, they're not just a team of, of uber-rich millionaires. Um, they're a team of guys who are absolutely committed to playing and winning for that club. Yeah, and I think, I mean, this year you can see the, you can see the traditional war horses. I mean, even Bayern Munich or even a Barcelona or even a Madrid are struggling. It's not as if they've, they've gone smoothly through. See, I think what, what you're seeing is, is that the Champions League has two levels. 
it's got a level of you know really good sides because obviously it's the Champions League and it's got a level of sides that quite frankly are not very good um, because again it's the Champions League and there's this system that um, you don't have to necessarily be the best teams in Europe you just have to win the leagues uh, to be around and so you are getting games that are slight mismatches um, and you are getting games that are um, very very competitive I mean I, you know the most compelling of the games was Chelsea against Atletico Madrid. Talking about the big boys, Rahul, right now it seems like that the traditional war horses like the Madrids, Barcelona and Bayern Munich are struggling. I mean, it's they might come together. It's too early. I mean, I think I think Madrid are, are struggling and I think that's fair enough. They're struggling in their in their league as well. Um, they're not firing on all cylinders, but I mean, they'll, they'll get it right. I mean, they, they beat... Um, uh, Dortmund. Uh, that was the first victory in Dortmund, so that's they, they beat Dortmund away, which was a good result. It's early days. It's it's still very early. It's it's early days. It's very early days. Um, that's what I'm telling myself about Liverpool. Um, so uh, you know, I have to apply that that logic to everything else, quite frankly. So it is still early days. There's still lots of football left yet. I was trying to avoid Liverpool, <laughs> but you brought it up, so yeah, okay. Well, I did bring it up. I mean, you know, again, a lot of people have got into meltdown, but, you know, a 1-1 draw at away in Moscow is not the worst result in the world. If you, if you compare it to a 4-1 thrashing that the other United, the other English team did over there, it, it looks like, uh, yeah, okay. You know, I, I, I don't think that it's, it's fair necessarily to compare um, which Russian team you're thrashing away from home. Um, you know, for Liverpool, they're, they're, they're still unbeaten. Uh, they've still got Maribor to play twice. Um, they'll be fine. I, I, I don't think anybody needs to lose their mind over things yet. No, not at all. It's, it's early days, but we shall see how it goes. It's, it's, it's very early days for the Champions League. But certain signs are being seen, and PSG <laughs> seems like someone who set down the marker, and they will be the team to watch out for in my opinion, Rahul, this Champions League. I think they're going to be the, the, the team to watch out for, period. I mean, they, they, you don't spend $222 million on a player and not be the team to watch out for. Absolutely. So moving on to the Champions League, we had the English cricket team that was announced for the Ashes. And uh, a lot of England cricket fans and commentators and pundits are saying that, you know, I don't think they have the batting lineup to, to face the Cummins, the Hazelwoods and the Mitchell Starks. You know, it's a pretty weak batting lineup. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I, I think that um, yes, they've got they've got they've clearly got a problem with one position, maybe two positions in, in the lineup. They don't have a settled opener, and uh, they don't have a number three or a number four, depending on where what Joe Root wants to do. But I don't think that that's that big an issue because I don't think Australia are particularly brilliant either. Um, and uh, are they good enough to face the Hazelwoods and the Starks and the, the Cummins? Well, at the moment, only one of those bowlers is actually fit. So um, we'll have to see what uh, the Australian team is that, that racks up. But I mean, you know, England, England, their strength is Root, Bairstow, Stokes, Mo and Ali. Those are the guys, that's where their runs come, you know. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if England are 30 odd for three um, in the majority of those Ashes test matches and, and still play pretty well because at the end of the day, that's that's their engine room. Their engine room is four, five, six, seven. But do you think that after the incident of the, of the, of the whole, you know, uh, Stokes incident, I mean, he's also injured. 
Do you think that they'll take any disciplinary action against him or they'll just let it pass and... No, I I, I can't see how they keep him as vice-captain of the team. I, I don't think they can afford to drop him uh, from the series. That's just ridiculous. But um, I can't see how he stays vice-captain um, given the fact that, you know, we've seen him now punch some guy in the face uh, live on camera. Um, so I can't see him being vice-captain. But I, I, I mean... I think Ben Stokes is, he's that kind of volatile character. He's like the Ian Bothams or, you know, yeah. he's like what the good old Ian Bothams used to be or, you know, the, the kind of players that always had a disciplinary problem or the Shane Wands who always had a disciplinary problem but were always part of the team. Absolutely. I mean, I, I can't see, um, you know, the, this England team just doesn't look the same without Ben Stokes. And uh, I mean, I, I still have a strong feeling, Raul, that you're absolutely right. I mean, if it's it's about Alistair Cook, Joe Root and Ben Stokes, the rest of the England batting lineup is fragile, but so is the Australian batting lineup. I mean, they also don't have the engine except oh, yes. I mean, Steve Smith. At it in the series against in against India. I mean, th th there's nothing there. That that middle order of Australia is, it's non-existent. If you knock over Warner and Smith, I mean, who the heck is going to make runs for Australia? They're they're hopeless. They're absolutely hopeless. Um, I think they've lost. 13 out of 15 of their last away ODI matches. That is Australia's record. They are a hopeless, hopeless uh, side at the moment. And yes, okay, they are playing at home and you would expect them to be better. And they are playing test cricket and they are slightly better at test match cricket than they are at one day cricket at the moment. But I don't think this England side is going to go over to Australia and have any reason to be fearful of what's waiting for them. I mean, there's no Mitchell Johnson um, to to lay into these Englishmen uh, at this point. Mitchell Stark is injured and we don't know what state he's going to come back in. Josh Hazelwood is injured. We don't know what state he's going to come back in. Pat Cummins is, is good and he's quick, whatever, whatever, but he's unproven at, at test level. Um, so really all, all that England and, uh, have to worry about at this point is Nathan Lyon. Yeah, so it should be an interesting series. Let's see let's see how it goes. I mean, it's, it's not too far away. It's, it's just around the corner. And continuing cricket, Rahul, I mean, I think the one thing that the one-day series has shown and the one player who's actually matured and will and could be a great, great guy for India is Hardik Pandya. What a player he is. What a wonderful player he is. Um, I mean, I, temperament. I, really, I think the most important part is his temperament is his coming together. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I really, I really think that, um, you know, it, it's one of the good things that, you know, you've got to credit the Indian selectors for um, is that they've stuck with this boy. Um, they saw that there was potential there. They saw that there was talent there and they've really stuck with him. And, you know, it's really now beginning to come to the fore and, and fair play to them. Um, you know, he, he's going to be an integral part of this Indian side for many, many years to come. And, uh, you know, I, I think um, it was great to see him promoted and batting uh, high up the order. because Dara, he, even, even, even when wickets are falling around him, you know, he still goes out there and plays his aggressive level of cricket, which is good to see. It, it's great. And, and I think that, you know, like, if his bowling can come on. Yes, if his bowling can get together a little bit better. I think, I think his bowling is, is great at the moment. But if his bowling can come on, there is real hope that he could be a really, really special player for India. Yeah, I think that's, that's absolutely true, Rahul. And I think the 2019 World Cup, he could be the game changer because he is what probably we were missing for a long time. We were missing that... Ben Stokes kind of a player who, you know, could come in and people would be afraid of him. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, he's that he's that game changer, right? That can, you know, if if Dhoni is sort of on his way out, you know, Pandya is the guy that's sort of on his way up, and and you know, hopefully he he really can continue this run of form that he's in. Absolutely. So yeah, all more power to Harvey Pandya. Would be good to see more of him. And the one guy we would like to see more of, but I don't think it's going to happen. Rahul is Tiger Woods because he's just given an interview to say that you know he doesn't know what his future holds for him and. He, you know, he's even having a problem. He admits that he may never be able to return to return to competitive golf, and that's sad. But it just seems like that, you know, the injuries, the personal toll has just, you know, killed his career. It just, it just seems to be over. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be. Uh, that that wouldn't surprise me, unfortunately, um, if that was the truth. Um, uh, there seems to be a lot more going on with uh, Tiger and him mentally. Um, I, I don't think this is a physical thing anymore. Um, clearly, uh, he's got um, some real problems in terms of uh, getting his mind ready and his mind focused. Uh, it's poss- possibly there's a great deal of pressure um, on him and his comeback. And quite frankly, I think that you know, he probably just needs to to leave it alone for a little while and and see if if he can find the hunger uh, to come back and play golf. I mean, obviously he doesn't have it, which is why he's he's delaying. Yeah, but I mean, I also feel that the injuries and the, the, the surgeries and all of that have just taken a toll on him more yeah, than without. I mean, without a doubt. But I mean, I think that, uh, and I think I'm, I'm without being unfair to him. I, I think that. Um, you know, now it's 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 a question of can you really find that hunger um, to bounce back from all of that? Some people can, and some people do, and some people don't can't. And you know, I think that perhaps he's just you know in the a couple of aborted uh, attempts he's had, he's put too much pressure on himself, rushed himself back too quickly or um, not properly and uh, that's caused the the continuation of the problems that he's had so it's it's a really sad story but it is a sad story Rahul and I think let's be honest about it Rahul in golf 41 is nothing um, it's nothing I mean he's certainly not over the over the hill age wise you know Tiger's been he's been gone from the golf scene for a good five years now so um uh, it, it would be a real surprise to, to see him come back and, and find any sort of form. Well, that's sad because, I mean, he is one of the greats and, you know, it was always a pleasure to see to, to see Tiger Woods play. But that's the way it is and that's the way it will be. But hopefully we can see some of him. But that's all we have time for right now on Just Sports. Before we go, I think we should also um, have a chat about the, the NFL and the, the sports versus Trump situation over the weekend you know but the good thing is that sports has always stood up to politicians and in america especially i mean who can forget the black salute who can forget jesse owens you know it's always stood up and and this protest is actually i mean it makes my heart warm that it was not just about black or it was about white it was about the nfl standing up to a bully yeah no and i i think what was what was so significant about it was that the majority of the owners and those are white owners all right the majority of the owners stood with their players you know and even though a lot of them are, are no trump but a lot of them probably even voted for trump you know they stood with their players and uh, they said that you know what it's 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 important for the league 
to to make a statement about um, about equality and fairness and just respect for other people's opinions. And you know, Trump has uh, really. You know, blown this into uh, a league of proportions, and he, he he didn't need to. He didn't need to pick this fight, um, but he's picked it. And quite frankly, uh, he didn't need to. If you if you go by logic, he didn't need to pick up any of the fights. I agree, up. but this was not a fight he this needed to pick stupid. up, um, and he picked it up, and uh, it's backfired terribly on him. You know, and I think I think the most important point over here, which which I I want to also point out, is that the NFL or you know, uh, the NBA or the players from the NFL or the NBA are one of the most respected people within that country. You know, they're hugely respected. There is a huge fan base. And this entire charade that he carried out, you know, has has just shown the fact that you can't divide sports. And that's, I think, the most thing that, for me, it came out, Rahul, that, like you rightly pointed out, it wasn't about black and white. It wasn't about, you know anything more than that it was just like saying hey back off don't bully us yeah absolutely and, and I, I think that it was so nice to see you know i mean even they were playing at wembley um two of the nfl teams were playing at wembley even at wembley they they, they all sort of sat down and 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 took a knee and, and all of that kind of stuff and it basically just saying listen leave us alone you know you don't need you don't need to get involved here you know you're the president of the united states you don't need to get involved in this sad part about all this rahul and 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 that's something that i think you know i want to say on on just sports is that it just shows how racially divided we are becoming across the world absolutely it's it's um it's a real problem it's a real problem and when it happens in america and it happens with the nfl and it happens at the president's office. That I think is a warning sign for everyone. No, I mean, I, you know, I, and in my fortieth year, I, I have to hear the president of the United States on television call uh, a, an athlete um, an sob. I mean, really, you know, I, I think that as a world, we uh, we're, we're not heading for a great place. No, we are not. No, we are not. But. Uh... That's not the topic for here. That's for other news laundry podcasts to talk about. We just focus on sports. But yes, sports is a reflection of society. And the NFL has shown that, yes, there is still hope in the world where people are not going to get divided by, by you know, caste or color or anything else or by religion. So, yeah, let's hope that, you know, sports can show the world that we are still one country and, you know, we are still one world. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you very much for your time once again. And uh, we shall be back Next week, I keep hoping that I give something to Rahul Puri to smile about, but I seem to be failing in my in my attempt to do that. We have Maribor next weekend, so hopefully next week. So hopefully, I will be smiling at the end of it. Like I said, we shall keep hoping and we shall keep praying. And like I keep telling you guys, if you're not doing anything on the weekend, just follow Rahul Puri on Twitter when Liverpool is playing. <laughs> I promise you a great time. I personally promise you a great time. Thank you very much, Rahul. I shall see you next week. And that's Thanks all so we much. have from Just Sports. Thank you. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.